All right, y'all, we back. We sitting here chopping it up after we got a little refill on drinks. We're talking about side hustles right now. So if you need work done on anything, there is somebody out there with a side hustle that can do the shit that you need because yo ass don't know how to do it. Steve here knows how to do a bunch of shit that we just discussed. One of them is uh, working on vehicles of uh, certain types of nature. So if you need something, hit him up. Just don't expect him to do the best work. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Go ahead and let him know what you want to. Told you it's just Mike could fix it. Mike could fix it it's industries. A, yeah, Mike could fix it. It's not a real place, but it could be. Might cost you a lot. Yeah. Might, might cost you a little. <laughs> like I tell you what. I might could or I might could not fix it. <laughs> you ahead. might drive it away, you might could not. <laughs> hey, but we happy you here. Yeah. <laughs> we like happy you here like we were saying though, man, it's really important to have a side hustle right now, man. It's too much money to be made. Too much money to be made for you to not be able to do something. Something other than what you're doing right now. Bro, that was like basically my reason behind starting this shit. Like I used to tell people like there is so much fucking free money out here. Mm-hmm. And, and like I've seen so many people out there getting it, but I see way more people sitting on their asses not trying to get to it. And like even though I'm doing this by myself, I don't have no sponsors or nothing because I want to do this shit the way I want to do it. Play right. the music I want to play. Right. Like I'm still open to letting somebody sponsor this because there's so much fucking money out there. Exactly. Way too much money out there to be made. It's too much. And people are so creative. And, like, no matter what you're doing, no matter what field, whether you, you're you a mechanic, you're working on guns, you're doing art, you're making clothes, you're rapping, like, get off your ass and get to the money. Monetize yeah. it. Monetize whatever you're doing. Like, but I, I feel like people, people jump on that and want to monetize it right away and then get lost in the money and then end up, you know, like, not being able to own their own shit or do shit the way they want to do it. Because once you monetize it, them companies are going to be like, okay, you're going to do this the way we going to do it because yeah. we paying your ass. Yeah, they going to hold you to the fire then. Um, yeah, that's the real thing. You know, you got to make sure you got a good product, whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, make sure it's good because, yeah, once people start paying for it, it could be free and yeah. all right. You know, it could be free and bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. costs $1. It's got to be perfect. You know exactly. I mean? um, that expectation button gets real. You know, so immediately once side hustle. Once people start paying for that service, you got to be on your A game at all time. Because you like me? you were saying, if it's free and it's all right, it's cool, right? It was free. It was free. At that, but if you spent that money on it, nah, dog. Got a whole different. Boy, this shit better work. They want that me? warranty, buddy. Everybody <laughs> warranty for in, sure. Look, everybody turn caring when they ain't working. Uh-huh. Feel me? I do. I write letters, all that shit, bro. Oh, bro! As soon as I see some, my money not being. It's, it's not going to the shit that I paid for. And I'm like, no, either you're going to give it back or you're going to work on this for free now. Facts. <laughs> like, I didn't, have, I didn't have enough car trouble. The last bit of car trouble I had took this shit to a dude that, like, I trusted, worked on the car for me, rebuilt the head of the engine and shit like that, and kept the car so long, I had to go over to the fucking shop and was like, bro, if you do not give me my car, I'm going to call the police and tell them that you run in a chop shop. <laughs> and the next week that nigga was like your car is ready to go yeah this shit and i was like i done paid you so much money me myself have gone back and forth to the motherfucking auto shop like getting parts getting yeah. gaskets getting all of this and it was it was a little beater it was like a 2004 chevy aveo at the time and it was it was first car i was in college but i needed a way to get back and forth so i was like you're not gonna fucking hold me after i didn't pay three thousand dollars for this car yeah, and uh, it, it just that it, Civic. i'm telling you and it was reliable, owned by this old lady out in Surprise. But I was like, she don't want it. I want that bitch. I need to, I got to go somewhere. And you sitting on it. You've been sitting on this bitch for months. And all I ask you to do is one job. And you hoeing me. 
and he came up off of it. And I was like, I'm tired of spending my money, dog. Sometimes people need that swift kick, you know what I mean? Get them prioritized a couple more things. Yeah, his ass was sitting on it for sure. I go over there, and that bitch is collecting dust. I was <laughs> like, I'm, by the, the time I drive it, it's going to be worse than when I dropped it off. <laughs> That'd be the worst. You need a new oil change, flush, and all that. <laughs> I'm telling you. But don't let this deter you off from going and seeking seeking help wherever you can find it. Because um, these companies will take you for, for what you're worth. So if you can find somebody that's going to do it for a cheaper price, but do A-plus work, please go out there and find them. Do your damn research because don't nobody want you coming back on them talking big shit about what they didn't do. So do your research. Make sure that the work you're getting is what you want, y'all. What is um what is some of the the skills that y'all picked up during this little pandemic with a little extra free time and whatnot? Um, honestly, this working on my public speaking, because I used to be such a a fucking shy guy. An introvert. An introvert to the core, bro. Like it took so many different things to, to bring me out of my shell and, and like show my true personality. And to me just sitting and watching like so many, so many different interviews and listening to podcasts and like seeing the way people's personality shines on the microphone and, and just interviewing people and finding out their stories and just asking the smallest question and you get so much out of it. Like that shit intrigued me. And I knew that I was an interesting enough person that I could do the same thing, but all I needed was to get out there and do it. Yeah, so, like, you know, at the time I had, I was bartending and serving before that. So I was already out there, you know, talking to random people and just, just chatting it up and getting money for it because motherfuckers just want to sit at the bar and drink <laughs> and tell you their stories. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And like developed a mouthpiece Man. for it. And I was like, you know what? This shit is dope. And then got a job sitting at a desk. Did that shit for six months, and I absolutely hated it. I hated every bit of it. Like, I used to go to work, and they gave me a notebook to, you know, write down notes for my training. And during that, I'd be writing down notes about, like, what I'm going to do with my podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do Like, <laughs> fuck this job, because this is not going to be the end-all, be-all. Like, this yeah. is the shit that I want to do. Got your eyes on the real time. I'm telling you. And I was like, I don't even have to make no money, but I just don't want to be sitting behind this fucking desk doing this. Like, I, I want to talk to people whether it's people I know, people I don't know, and I'm here doing it now. It's like more than anything, I'm proud of myself for for realizing that and finally getting out here and doing it. Big ups to that too, big ups. Yeah, definitely big ups, bro. I think um, being a big fan of podcasts, bro, I love what you're doing, man. I think I this is awesome, that. bro. Huge for fan. real, for real. And, but, um, and I don't think podcasts get enough respect, you know, oh, enough, enough credit, you know what I mean? Um, I think in 10 years, maybe less than that, you know what I mean? Like, podcast is going to have a different uh, utility in the space than it does already today. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about the stuff that's coming out there, man. One of the one of my favorite networks, all they do is talk about, you know, helping people with our complexion, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, build wealth and take care of their families, not fill your pockets, but make sure your kids and your grandkids are straight, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people don't really see that bigger picture uh, generational wealth yeah exactly and one of the one of the podcasts that i've gravitated to recently is called earn your leisure <sighs> that's the one i'm talking and about i knew it's from what you said that's yep. exactly what it is and they you know they they drop gems they giving game on different ways to earn that money and keep yep. that money in the community and in your family and to keep that shit circulating and growing so that you know you don't never have to worry about where your next dollar is going to come from yep. or you know they they giving you game on how to how to elevate what you're doing and to take it to the next level. And then aside from that, you know, I've, 
I've been a big fan of the 85 South show just because right. they, them niggas are niggas to the core. <laughs> and they away. sit and they show it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to model this after that. But at the same time, I'm like, there's no better place than, you know, a setting such as this for us to sit and chop it up and be ourselves, you know, not feel nervous, not have to worry about, you know, is my job going to hear this? Or, you know, what are people going to think about this? Like, right. this is the true us. And I've, I've told people that, you know, when I start this, there's no central theme behind it. It's not directed towards nothing. We're going to sit and we're going to talk about what comes up. And if you're uncomfortable with it, turn this shit off because I'm not going to change it up for nobody. Yeah, this is oh, a barbershop talk. I'm telling you. I love it, though. Uh, this has been uh, for my first podcast, man. I definitely say this 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 won't be the last because this is this is a lot of fun. Oh, man. Hey, but it don't fun. sound like and a lot of people. You can hear the shakiness in their voice, even like the first episode me and my girl did. We, we was nervous <laughs> in a bit, but you can't tell. Like, I don't hear like the nervousness in y'all like. Y'all sound good over the airwaves, all that good shit. This People gonna cool, love man. this, man. This is cool, man. I've I've always been um wanting to do one of these. I talk so much shit on public public what do they call it? Social media. <laughs> Social media, man. Public platforms, man. I just talk a lot, man, but it's always some some stuff that I'm trying to get out. Like I ask the questions that people don't want to ask. I yeah. say the things that people don't want to say. I'm like, like Really, I did notice the other day. I'm like, why is it that every girl always has a bruise on their thigh, dog? <laughs> and not a single one of them can tell you where it came from. And I was like, I just type it, dog. That's so. And how many of them was like, don't call me out like I that? Know, I like, every right. single one I of them was like, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> yeah, your ass know where it came. <laughs> Who is the nigga? <laughs> What's his name, Shirley? I'll be telling Katie, I'll be like, why the fuck are all my t-shirts? Where are all my tank tops at? <laughs> I'm like, when I leave, that nigga be over here wearing my house shoes, huh? Mm -hmm. All my house shoes in a different spot. My thumb, my big toe uh, mark is a little different now. <laughs> <laughs> I have my little groove put in here. Why the top lock unlocked? <laughs> the fuck is going on in here? Yeah, man, this shit is so cool, man. I've been looking forward to doing one of these, man. So when, when you reached out, though, I was like, man, there's no way that we don't do this right now, man. It's got to be Cause I've I've been supposed to do a couple of them, man, and they all just fell through. Mm. So when this one, I, I couldn't was, let it happen. I couldn't let it happen. That's why I was just very vocal about. It. I'm like, man, bro, and we we were we are going back and forth yeah. about it for a minute too. We worked and it out though. Yes, tough. like I absolutely had to make it happen. Like I didn't want nobody. Like I had a couple other people lined up, but I didn't want nothing else to take place before I did this one, because my thing was, my thing is highlighting entrepreneurs and artists of any nature and putting them out there. And when me and him first started talking, I was like, you know, I have to have you come through. And then he, I was like, you know, bring John Coleman because we're going to highlight this man's business. For sure. And that shit is black excellence to the fucking core. Appreciate you know, we're going to put that out there. I appreciate that too. Cause a lot of people don't ask, man. You know what I mean? A I feel people, that. Uh, I mean, it's not that they don't care, but you they know, they just I mean? don't know. Just don't know. You don't know, you know what, what you mean? don't know. So exactly. having an opportunity to speak on it and try to, you know, bridge that gap as as best as possible. Feel good. Yeah, Feel yeah we're gonna we gonna let them know. We gonna I'm gonna get some more people on here. Fucking Terrell Martez. I, I didn't talk to you too. Terrell. I ain't I, forgot about you. I think I just seen his clothing line today. Yep. It's called something about what denim? Uh, destroy all denim. Destroy all denim. And you know what? Somebody had. Po I think it was Bubba. Yeah, posted a shout out to Bubba, man. And, uh, yeah, shout out to up, Bubba. I'm not close with him, but I fuck yeah, with him a yeah. lot. Man. Shout he's, out to him. He's hilarious. I, I had a. I fuck with Bubba. I seen him post something about it today. And I, so you know me naturally. That's how you, you get the word. I get to clicking on it. And I was like, man, this is pretty dope. So I'm shout to look that shout up. out to Terrell Martez too. Yeah, and that dude, to he's Terrell. doing he's doing fucking amazing. Like knowing from 
like where he started with it, he had asked me a long time ago to like draw up some shit for him and me just like not being confident in myself at the time. I didn't even do it. Cause I was like, I'm not going to fuck up nobody else's dream mm-hmm. when I'm not confident in myself right. and to see him now, like at the heights that he's at traveling and selling his stuff in all these different markets. I'm like this That's nigga dope. here. So that's goals. I, man. I, I that's think his market up. was at <laughs> the, a pop-up shop, and it said items between fifty to fifteen hundred. I, I said, was like, "Whoa, my boy is moving products." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I said, "Wow, <laughs> better be a blunt in the pocket." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, that's that's somebody making money. That's somebody chasing that bag for sure." But yeah, yeah. man, shit like that, and even even Merc, bro, to see him doing the shit oh, that yeah. he's doing now, ain't that Gotta shit shout crazy? Out that's man. nuts, man. Got to shout out, right? kid, bro. Really? Hey, that man. I remember John Coleman and Jay Merck battling. Sitting there battling <laughs> at the lunch table. At the lunch table or, <laughs> or at a party, at a house party battling. It was, yeah, yeah, it it was, was him, Jamal, Jay Merck all battling on the, what was it, uh, the tennis courts after tennis school. Tennis courts, man. got out there. I'm just like, wow, bro. And to see where everybody's came from since then, man. The growth is crazy. Wow. I still think of the moments, bro. That was some of the funnest times, bro. Those are the things that are like, literally yesterday like i can see them happening there, in my head i know what i had on yeah, I know, yeah. look Merck got on my ass bro the he's talking about my shirt boy. Mm-hmm. He, he flamed me from head to toe bro and i had to think quick and try to flip it but but who was it that used the cassidy bar that time and i had to call him out i had to beat Jamal. it was in it was <laughs> it was you two battling dog and I was, i'm right next to you i'm being hype man of the year dog and i, I was like this mm, wait a second buddy <laughs> like, mm, hold on, hold on. Was, Cassidy, goddammit. I was like, no, I heard that bar before, dog. Yo, yeah, yeah. That was one of the best battles, bro, was me and Jamal, man. I think we went like five, six rounds, bro. That's fucking Baby dope. D didn't want to call it because that's his man. Like, <laughs> Get your man's. Baby D was like trying to call it a tie, bro. I'm like, nah, G, look, we can keep battling in and we ain't going out in no tie, bro. Look. Like, look, I got him and I'm going to keep getting it. We got to go 12 rounds, we're going 12, you know, but we got to call it winner. Telling you right now though, I can't Shout get out to Merck, I can't get on Facebook without seeing Merck somewhere, dude. I can't get on Twitter without I don't even get on Twitter. Get on Twitter, I see Merck. I just seen Merck it this here. morning, bro. Merck here, Merck here, Merck here. I'm like, golly. And then the fact that he get recognized by like fucking top notch artist Tech Nine, like, like that, bro. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I just what? seen it this morning. This nigga bro. sitting Ice there spitting was... for fucking bone thugs and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I seen that too. You should have seen this this morning post, nigga. He uh it was Ice-T and this artist from the East Coast named mm-hmm. R.J. Payne. I fuck with him because he fuck with Griselda. You feel me? But R.J. Payne and Ice-T, bro, they studying this nigga on the laptop. Like, you, they got this video up on full screen. And it's on somebody live behind. Stream. Yeah, on their story, bro. And there's somebody behind them took a picture of them watching Merc on video, bro. And I'm just like, damn, that's Ice-T right there, bro. And then the nigga was downtown during the playoffs during the, on TV and shit. And I'm like, the what stadium. the fuck is going <laughs> Dying, on? <bro>. This nigga is <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Hey, he doing 100% it right, man. himself, talking big shit. Mm-hmm. He doing that shit so proper, bro, because that's that's the organic content you're going to need. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? That's going to gravitate those those true fans, bro. It's like, you know, he ain't on no gimmick shit. You know, no. people love gimmicks, you know, nowadays. That's they, they doorway in exactly. or whatever in this game right now, bro. And just to see somebody really do it right. And he got and so many different too. styles. Unique, unique, dog. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm Un- just happy unapologetically to know kid, himself, yes. dog. Thanks, you know. <laughs> I was like, man, and Every- first, it started off slow, dude. You start seeing something pop up, yeah, something pop up. Now it's everywhere, dude. everywhere. Like anytime everywhere. I get on Facebook, I'm like, oh, man. damn. 
That's what's up, bro. And um, I'm like, I remember back in the day, this was just Merck. This was just Jay Merck. Yeah. This was Jordan Mercado. This was just Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> out here running these streets, bro. You feel me doing whatever, man. And uh, look at the kid now, bro. That's what's up, man. Like, I shout out to anybody. Salute to anybody that's that's going at it like that, bro. I don't know if y'all remember uh, Mario Taylor. Yeah, I remember Mario. He doing the same shit, too. He goes by I Am King now. Really? Yeah, no but his, his shit is dope, too. Since he got out, he been, he been working hard on his... I'll so he, he gonna be next up, and yeah, I'm gonna get him on here too. Okay, for sure, for sure. But it's yeah, it's amazing to see how many people are out here like really taking their craft serious and, and really trying to get to it because, like we said, it's space and it's money and it's opportunity mm-hmm. out here. So yep. you got if if you sitting around, you just you wasting your talent. Real talk, man. And if you're good at something, don't do it for free. Don't do it for free, please don't. Whatever you do. There's enough people that do that, and they up under somebody's bridge right now. Monetize that shit. And they going to expect you to keep on doing that shit Mm -hmm. for free, too. Exactly. You know? And and while we on that subject, um, goals, man, like, don't be working for somebody for forever. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying start your own business. You know what I mean? But get to a point. (laughs) Yeah, do that. If it's it's going, you know what I mean, propel that ship further, you know what I mean? It's going to take that rocket off in the outer space that that, that much faster. And go for it. Start your own business. But, you know, reason I'm starting my own business, reason I'm doing my nine-to-five job right now is that's not the end-all, be-all. One day I'm going to be so financially independent that I don't have to do those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be an option, you know. I don't think it's going to – I don't think I'm going to be a millionaire no mm-hmm. time soon. But, you know what, I'm making the moves that a non-millionaire that aspires to be would make. Exactly. Um, whether it's just putting some money to the side, whether it's investing, buying the stock. Yeah. Um, even for me or my kids, you know, um, somebody gonna pop. <laughs> somebody. And I'm, I don't want to be behind that, you know. Very true. Whereas my kids and my grandkids, I don't care. And even touching on that topic of um of investing, Steve, you mentioned Herm was was in the investing game and the stock yeah. market stuff. Shout out him and even his his brand, Dream Bigger, bro. I love his fucking merch. Shout out Brain, Dream Bigger, baby. Big and shout I, out to Dream Bigger. I don't man. talk to him much, but I'd I love to get him on here too. So even if you could set that up, because I'm going to use you for the connect. Mandatory, I got you. Absolutely. <laughs> it's got to happen. Yeah. And um, we can have him come through and talk about it, but even if, if you know anything about that, what have, what have you learned so far? Uh, well... This kind of goes back to what you were talking about. If you, we were talking about if you're good at something, don't really do it for free. Well, Herm, uh, Herm's always had big aspirations, big dreams. Uh, between his photography, between him playing sports, him doing this, doing that, Herm always has his hand in something. Herm is always, like we were saying, if you're good at something, you don't do it for free. Mm-hmm. So Herm understands that aspect. So with Dream Bigger, it's just like a, he's pretty much trying to teach you guys the same thing. Dream Bigger, it's not only just a clothing line, it is a lifestyle. Exactly. It's bigger than beyond what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can't necessarily speak on the whole entire vision because it's not my vision, it's his vision. But I understand that being with him all the time, working side by side with him, it's just real contagious. It's like he, it, it's a thought process. Yeah. I'm doing this, but I could really be doing something way bigger than this right now. So don't limit yourself to what you're doing right now. I mean, you need to be looking past that. What's what's the next move after your next move? And what's the move after that? You know what I'm saying? So he's really just been putting all these things together, man. He's getting back into photography. Right now we're actually working on um some um some some content for 
YouTube and Instagram because I do a lot of cooking and stuff right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now. So we're probably doing something called Cooking with Cousin Steve, man. And it's just, it's just fun. We're making ribs, chicken, briskets. Hey, y'all be on the lookout for that. All the above. That you know, we just started recording content. We're coming out. We'll be uh, coming out every uh, Wednesday. You know, we cook Wednesdays, man, and we're going to be dropping some content. It'll be fun. I'd like to have uh, a lot of you guys pull up to oh, some, absolutely. Those, oh, yeah. some of those Wednesday joints. You Got know? To know and, um, we'll, you know, just tell me what you want me to make for that week, and uh, I'll get it set up. And Wednesday, we'll go over there. We'll cook it up. Sit around, have some barbershop talk, eat, drink, man. It'll be real fun. That'll be perfect, Mom. You know, once we get staffed up at work, I actually switch my schedule around to where I have Wednesdays off. So that is that is absolutely perfect. That's perfect. We're going to do that. I've been dying to, to just, I got to get out the house and hang around with some dudes, bro. <laughs> you too, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I, and it's, it's just two females in there. You know, I got I got wifey and then I got the mini-me. But it's it's more than I can handle. I'm out. I've been outnumbered. You know, I grew up in a house with my mom and two sisters. So shit, yeah, man. I know the feeling. <laughs> I, I need some. I need some male company. I need I to talk some I know shit, the feeling. man. Man, it's, it's, you but, don't want it. But I see you throwing down <laughs> on the grill. Everything that you, the, the stuff that I had commented on, man, that shit yeah. looks so bomb. Steve, man. beneficial, baby. Yeah, man. I mean, I grew up in this in this background, man. We moved here. I don't know, what ninety two, ninety three, bro. Uh, by the time I was in, in grade school, we already had a barbecue spot. So I've been barbecuing since I was really a kid, man. Hell yeah. And it's just not till like, I guess, I don't know, the past four or five years that I really started to take it serious. You know, I've been barbecuing forever, but, you know, you learn new techniques, man. You learn deep frying techniques. Real right now, I'm really tough on, on smoking, man. And that's a whole new aspect that I didn't know too much about back in the day. That's such a tricky thing. It's yes. tricky, but it's very rewarding, though. It's t- very time-consuming, man. It's meticulous, but, yeah. man, if you do it right, I'll tell you right now. I've maybe been successful one time. I'd have fucked up some ribs. I'd have fucked up some pork <laughs> shoulders. Man. You got to fuck them up. That's you got to try. The Bro, best we set the whole grill on fire one time. Like, we smoked Shit. these ribs in, like, just a little barrel smoker one day. And uh, we had let them sit out there for hours. And I was like, you know what? They just, they not done, but we was hungry. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to put these hoes on the grill to fit on, on the grill to finish. Start the grill up, put them on the grill. I go inside for maybe like 10 minutes and open the window to look at them. And the fucking grill is on fire. Like, <laughs> like bursting with flames. Pull the ribs out, and that racket like shortened up like, about <laughs> this big. Just the bone sticking. No, I'm up. telling you, we we couldn't even be mad. We had to throw the whole grill in the back alley. I was like, like this that. shit here, man. Yeah. Went and got tacos. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, we, like like I mean, really, at that point, the goal is really to to work on something, maybe like a little mini food truck or a pop up stand. Man. Just because we've been going so hard, you know, I've been cooking at a lot of events, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I've done, like, a bunch of block parties on the south side. Like, any major event around, I've really been trying to um, put my hat in the ring, you know, step out there, show what I could really do. And it's been working, man. I, I, I get a lot of calls, you know. I go out there, cook it up, man, and nothing but positive reviews. But Absolutely. Man. We're definitely working on getting a little pop-up shop. Like, I got, I got the grills, man. I got the... I got the seasonings, man. I got the I got the whole concept. Hey. I got the skill level down. Right. Oh, what's that? Saying, mm-hmm. Yeah, sis got some working over there too, What'd man. You say, she come finna over here bring and tell some. Him. She finna bring some to to Arizona. They ain't never seen before. Right. Let me tell them. Talking to the family. 
Yeah. Yeah. Come over here. I want you to tell. I tell him on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. She gonna tell you what she can. Feel me, but uh, y'all stay tuned. You feel me? Like that's be on the lookout. That's gonna be major. Um, and that's what I'm about, man. Right now, it's like you know, Steve, you want to do the cooking thing, bro? Um, whatever I could do to help, man, I want to be a part of it. And if, if I got to make plates, nigga, I don't care, bro. Whatever I got to do to help. Nah, for real, because we like we to want. eat. That's the whole, that's the, people love to eat. That's the one thing. Love people to love eat. to drink, too. And I want to so. be back telling my kids, bro, we used to have a shop, you feel me? We used to have this, you know what I mean? We did that. Or not used to, we still. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I was, was going to have to correct you on that one. Look, like this, this is how we gain that generation. That's how it started, look. No, they didn't have me pop up on the mic all of a sudden, but I have nothing to say directly. I'm just saying I love to see my black people in business, you feel me? Facts. Providing stuff for ourselves, you know, like provide even just providing a service. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the way that this world is going, as far as us just being black people, we gotta be able to stick together. We gotta be able to move accordingly. We gotta be able to provide a service. So mm-hmm. Um, that's the only way we all gonna make money together. At the end of the day, they don't want to see us great, so they definitely don't want to see us great. So I'm gonna show you greatness for sure. And all I'm seeing is nothing but greatness. Even just talking into this mic right now with y'all, like straight up, we all we all on the same accord. We on the same path. We trying to make moves. So everybody all trying to do it. But like I said, I I just got back. I'm uh I just got back from Chicago for the summer. You know, just busting my ass, working my ass off, man. Uh, my family owns a mobile bartending service. It's called Sugar Rims. And uh, I've been working from them for them, learning the business. They gave me, you know, full authority as far as me just stepping into, you know, their business. And I got some shit done, for sure. And I was proud of that, you know. Like I was that. able to do that. It's like you go, if I could mix the both worlds, I definitely would, like Chicago and Arizona type <laughs> situation. Getting closer and closer. Yeah, right? you know. Not enough water. And that's what I keep telling. I'm like, I keep, I kept telling everybody out here, like Arizona, this is this is the place definitely to grow something for sure. Because we yeah. coming up, like, I ain't seen the whole motherfucker turn from a red state to a fucking blue state. So yeah, they not happy about it. They ain't happy, <laughs> but right, they 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 mad. But I don't know what to tell you. We out here and we, and we ain't gonna stop. That's the whole purpose yeah. of it. Ain't nobody finna stop anytime soon. So that's all we trying to do, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get into this business. I got like four other jobs I'm working. Like I said, I do my side hustles, but of course I have to have something that pays the bills. That's and hustle. You feel me? It is what it is. People make it do what it do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, shout out to my Period. sister, man. That's a bad woman over there, yeah, man. man. She she a mother. She a businesswoman, bro. She doing it all, man. Black Thanks, bro. Big salute. Entrepreneur. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I'm out here grinding, like I said. I mean, black as black men and black women, as long as we all have the same focused and we could all make it we could all make it together what'd you say steve all for one and one yeah all one for, for one, all. one for all period mandatory hold each other accountable at all times that's it that's so it that's you it got, you got a social media for uh yeah i got a social media um i got snap instagram niecy wadley on facebook um oh god i don't even know my instagram like that <laughs> the actual <laughs> at name right you can just <laughs> add the link you feel me if you want to follow <laughs> 
but yeah, you know, we out here. We back in these streets. Let's be technical. Like and I said, I was gone. I do Feel twist me. hair. That's the thing. That's going to be a whole nother side hustle <laughs> in a minute. Keep playing. Quit playing. So, you know, like I said, we out here. All we talking, all we focus on is the grind and trying to be successful. So, if you don't have that vision, I can't talk you into it. You got to work for yourself. Hang up right now if you don't have that vision. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. I'll call you back. <laughs> for real. But, yeah, I appreciate y'all for sure oh, yeah. listening and tuning in. This is definitely something where I feel, you know, this is to get the word out here. Y'all doing the right thing as black men. Y'all stepping into the right business, you know. Ain't nobody talked to us as far as, you know, how to be black and how to move in America. All that shit is learned yeah. on the streets. Firsthand. It's firsthand, yeah. but you know, we gotta. We are to the age where now we are providing the whole next generation. So, you know, you yeah. j- just imagine like our kids just sitting here listening to us. You know, having that experience, even when we dead and gone, this oh, shit yeah. is on tape. Feel me? Period. Real talk. And regardless of the situation. So. Real talk. You yeah, know, and right. and that's that's so important, man. You can take all the game, but you got to reciprocate it. Right. Got to mm-hmm. reciprocate. For sure. it. Feel me? Broadcast it back out there. Each one, teach one. Each, each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. That's the one. That's some real shit, though, for real. But yeah, no, I appreciate y'all. You know, niggas out here grinding. That's it. That's all. Hey, right. Well, all the grind doing. continues. Somebody <laughs> has stop. to. Period, yeah, period. And across the nation. Speaking man. of fucking police, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fucking police, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The Phoenix PD is so bad that (laughs) they got investigated by the DOJ. We talk about the the White House. What the the DOJ was? I said, nigga. (laughs) That is the top of the top. You ain't coming down. That is the boss's boss coming down on a Phoenix. Explain it to what the DOJ is. Department Department of Justice. Let's be technical. Coming down on the Phoenix. Motherfuckers is taking action now. It ain't got to start. In a certain places, but it got it got to start somewhere. Imagine how bad you have to be at your job for the White House to be like this. Okay, nigga, y'all is out of fucking pocket, man. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are way too fucking for real, much. For real. <laughs> I was like, well, they, somebody sat there and read everything. It was like this. Nah, hell no. No, wait a minute. Nah. Nah. Gotta, nah. Hell no. Hell no. Ain't raking this whole team over there, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. And that whole case load. You feel me? That's the crazy, whole team, bro. But like I said, hopefully that just, you know, open eyes to everywhere in the situation. You know, clearly this has been happening all over the world. But, you know, it's prevalent here. It, it is very point. prevalent. here. I can tell you that <laughs> for sure. So. Like it's it's been a lot going on. But niggas is standing up now. We got to stand up as a team, as a whole. We got to be able, like I said, to prevent ourselves accordingly, even even in a police setting type situation, because like I said, if you handle yourself accordingly as far as being in front of the police and they have no other choice but to still act the way that they act in, that's just going to come back and blood. Like, yeah. that's you, it, that's all. You know Check. what's crazy, though, is that something I never, when I was younger, bro, I had my first kid at, like, 22. Mm-hmm. I never envisioned having to train my child how to talk to a cop. For real. Or how to, how to talk around a cop or how to be somebody that they're not just to seem as that they're not a threat in general yeah. to protect themselves. That's not something that a father necessarily trains for. Yeah. So when you bring a kid onto this into this world, and you're like, oh, I'm going to teach him how to throw a ball, or 
or I'm going to show them how to shoot a jump shot or I'm going to teach them how to read and write and say his ABCs. The first thing at the top of your list is not, hey, buddy, maybe I should start schooling you on how you have to act around police officers mm-hmm. because I want you to come back home today. That's it. That's all. And that's, that's real. That's that's some shit that we shouldn't have to teach our kids mm-hmm. is, no. is to how to interact with the police because it's on them to know how to do their damn job, first and foremost. It's not on us to to how to uh, to know how to act right in the presence of a, a law enforcer. If you're enforcing the law, do just that. Don't be in my face. Don't be disrespecting me because I personally meet disrespect with, with disrespect. much more disrespect. Correct. With all yeah. due disrespect, I will fucking disrespect <laughs> you. Straight up. It is very much reciprocated on my end. 100%. Get right back to your ass. I don't give a damn who you work for, what you do, how long you've been doing it. I don't care what you did in your past. I used to fuck with a model chick in high school. It don't matter. It don't matter no more. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it don't matter no more. Like, I don't care. Yeah, no, for real, though. They really shouldn't have to show our kids or expose them to that. You know what I mean? But I think um, we all got to be vigilant, you know? Given very. the times, you know what I mean? Yeah, gotta very be much so. And uh, we got to, we'd be disservicing, disservicing our kids if we didn't put them up on game. And as much as, you know, it sucks to say that, you know, we shouldn't have to teach them. We know we absolutely do because they don't give a damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like them, anybody out there in the world, they don't, they don't care. All they see is the color of our skin. They, they see the expression on our face and they automatically think, you know, it's, it's violence with them or is, you know, they got an attitude or, you know, the the tone of our, exactly the hostility. Like, and it's not always that it's the way you come at us, the way you come at me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to reciprocate it hundred percent. Like, and we just as expressive. Exactly. As anybody else, man, but they don't like to hear opposing voices, dog. Oh no, not at all. Anything that goes against deviates from the norm is not okay. Okay. People like to keep things that they are like the status quo, but just because it's the status quo does not make it correct. man. Nah, like, not at all. I marched downtown, bro. I don't know if you guys got to do any of that. Nah, I, I didn't, did. but I honestly Life fucking... Changing. And you know what? We're going to clap it up for that shit. Life-changing, dog. Because I seen y'all out there, and that shit damn near brought a tear to my eye it because was I wasn't able to go and do it, being that I, I live downtown, mm-hmm. damn near in the fucking projects, and I was like, you know what? I, I got a newborn. I can't leave them at home to go march downtown because it wasn't too far from home, honestly. Right. I lived off of 15th Avenue in Camelback, and y'all was downtown. Mm-hmm. So while they was pushing y'all out of the downtown area, it was moving up towards us. Oh, gotcha. We could hear all, them, all the fucking gunshots, all that stuff. And it continued on through the night. It was police. It was helicopters. It was motherfuckers yeah. in the alley behind our house all night during that whole week. So it like it made me feel a way, being that you know I felt so strongly about what was going on, and the fact that we had to sit there and watch that man die yeah. on fucking TV on social media, and then we out there protesting and they don't give a shit about it. Like I, I was like, I'm torn between this. I can't leave my family, but I want to be out there with my people. I had and to else. see you and Herm and Sabrina out there and all that shit, I was like, you know what? I can't do it, but they out there doing it, so I'm going to live through them. All my brothers was out there with me, too, man. That shit made me feel good to see that. I saw Layla out there, man. Yeah, I, I took Layla to one, too, for sure. I had to. That shit made me feel so good to see that. that. powerful, man. It was crazy. Real. It was crazy. But I, like I said, we cement, we get to cement ourselves in history. And, you know, you have to show, we have to show our youth that 
you have to fight for certain things you have to fight for. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you have to be a part of it because if you don't become a part of it, then you sometimes you become, the great majority of the time, you become part of the problem. No, that's real. Without even asking to be Without part of it. Without even asking. You, you unknowingly doing something sometimes can become part of the problem. Very real. Man, and it's, it's tough, like I said, but she'll know that she was a part of that part of history. And things, you know, as little as they seem, we're starting to see little changes. Exactly. We, we, we want to see more, though. And the only way to get that change is to keep staying vigilant. Like you guys were saying, the squeaky wheel gets to grease, though. Mm -hmm. It will always get to grease. So you got to keep remaining to be that squeaky wheel. Very much, man. And they're going to keep trying to find out ways to, to silence the voices. And you just got to keep making yourself heard. You can't. The platform is too big. It's way too big. It's entirely too big across, too broad of a spectrum to silence anybody. We will find a way. Yeah, we out here now. <laughs> we will find a way. 15 years ago, it might have been an easier job. Yeah. But oh, they would have shut shit down easy back yeah. then. But it's a problem now. Y'all intersected at the wrong time. The so, internet. I, yep. <laughs> Everywhere, can't get rid internet. of it. And, um, internet is undefeated. Okay, nah, but I'm hopeful, man. Truthfully, truthfully, I'm really hopeful. I think, you know, I think America as a whole, I think society as a whole, just globally, we just going through so much right now. We in such of this, like this ugly phase. Like yeah. if you think of life or just these this, these generations that exist right now. You know, if we were to take that and compare that to kid going through adolescence, you know, everybody has their ugly face before they mm -hmm. blossom out. You know what I mean? I didn't have that. Except for Steven. <laughs> <laughs> everybody had their face, you feel me? And uh, Steven's, Steven's is perpetual. It keeps going. It's been perfect. <laughs> but, um, but, um. I just never grew. <laughs> <laughs> but the bounce, don't, don't, don't you count out the bounce, God damn it. Yeah. yeah, but long story short, I think, you know, when we look up, even just 10 years from now, man, I think, you know, entrepreneurship, as normal as it is right now, it's almost going to be the go-to. It's going to be kind of weird. Just like it's weird to start your own business in so many words, it's going to be weird to go work for somebody else. Oh, yeah. I, I fully believe in that. I think, you know, our ability to go out there and make a buck for ourselves on our own terms and our own way is becoming more and more prevalent. Look at Uber. Look at Lyft. Yes. Look at all these services where you can clock in, clock out. And the pay not might be all that DoorDash. in certain cases. You know what I mean? Some of them might not be all that, but the freedom is there. You know what and, I mean? In a lot of cases, seeing that freedom and seeing how easy it is to go and start your own business or to be self-sufficient, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable to have to clock in to another motherfucker's company yeah. and make money for them. Like, I absolutely hate it. Like, I think about it every day. Dude. I have to go and punch that clock. But I'm like, Dude. I got to do this in the meantime to get to where I want to be. And once I get to where I want to be, like, it's it's over for y'all because I'll never do this shit again. Facts. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's necessary, you know, like, and we do it out of necessity right now. And I don't think it's going to be such a necessity anymore. Um, the information just just going back to investing, you know, retail, mm -hmm. retail trading is still a new thing. Yeah. I mean, retail investing is still brand new. You know, you had to go to a, an investment firm or whatever yeah. back in the day just to get your hand in the stock market for real. You know what I mean? You and even they don't want to let you in on this shit. Yeah, you had to be the right complexion, right income, right tax bracket. They want to know what you're going to do with the money before you get it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you got to you gotta identify with them. You know what I mean? And now you could be Robin Hood. Don't go Robin Hood, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's as easy they as going into Robin it, Hood, yeah. you know? Don't don't let them rob the hood, Even please. they went public, bro. Yeah, they went public. You feel just, me? This, just last week they went public. 
So if you're gonna if you're gonna buy Robinhood or if you're gonna do Robinhood, buy stock. Don't 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 put your stocks on Robinhood. Did y'all mess around in Bitcoin or the Dogecoin or whatever it is? I'm messing a lot with crypto right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'm doing a whole lot of crypto, really, mainly Ethereum, mainly a BitTorrent token, and mainly um, I think between Matic and Engine Coin. Um, But I'm I'm really invested in Ethereum and BitTorrent token right now. I know at one point that uh, the dudes from Earn Your Leisure, they was promoting, you know, like whatever you buy in Bitcoin, they were kind of matching that and, mm-hmm. and giving it right back to you. And they was giving out a lot of Bitcoin. So, okay. And it was something I didn't look into at the time just because I wasn't I'm not familiar with it at all. Right. But just for anybody out there looking looking to get into it, go ahead and check them out. That podcast is called Earn Your Leisure. But um, if you don't want to go that route, just do your own research and, and put your money into the smartest route. Don't just buy the shit that people are, are telling you is going to shoot to the moon in quotations, you know. Yeah. Don't because go with the trends. You fuck around and shoot yourself in the foot before you shoot to the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't go with the trends, man. Just and, and, and be consistent. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's the best thing I learned was I didn't bought Ethereum when it was sky high. I didn't bought Ethereum when it was low. You know what I mean? But it averages out either way. So when you look at over time, all the all the buys that I've made, they all, I'm really profiting now because even when I bought high, that averages out when I bought low. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my average all-in cost might be still, you know, $1,000 cheaper than what it is right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and sometimes I'm, I just bought something this weekend, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was yeah, like, man, you Ethereum go. going up here is $100. You gotta keep buying. It passed $3,000, baby. It's been a long time. Been you months. know what? I have, I, I want to do it all the time, but I have trouble being like, man, do I risk this money? Do I hold on to it? Sometimes you know the risk is worth the reward. I just gotta, yeah. I gotta have faith in the shit. Is is honestly what it is. Yeah, I had to pull out in the clutch. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, one time I had to pull a couple dollars out. I didn't pull everything out, but you know life got real. You mm-hmm. know, and I was like, hey, it always will do. And you know what? I was so happy that I had it though. I mean, I, I couldn't have been more relieved that I didn't have to call, make that phone call. But hey, let me, let me hold a couple dollars yeah. till whenever. You know what I mean? I just had to wait. Two to three business days. Two to three business days. Motherfucker clear, boy. And that shit was in my account. Faithful, bro. That's what's up. And that was the best feeling. Like, I didn't have to get it from nobody else, you know. But And then I gave it right back when I could, you know. Mm-hmm. Tried that's to. What's up. Even with that, though, that's a side hustle. And then you had no formal training on that, right? Not. Just not. research, right? Just a little bit of Google. A little bit of YouTube. A little bit of YouTube. A little man. bit of earn your leisure. Yeah. Okay. You feel me? Somebody's um, done it before. Exactly. Right. So we have all this information at our fingertips. It's just pretty much up to us whether we want to use it or not. There, there's enough time in the day to learn something. Oh, yeah. You got the same 24 hours in a day as everybody else. And there's a bunch of billionaires out there. And you know what? Their day was no longer than yours. <laughs> I hate to be long-winded. <laughs> Nigga spent their day going to the moon or going into space and coming back in 11 seconds. Straight up. Man, and I hate to be long-winded on it, but, you know... Like you said, finding time, bro. I didn't replace my drive to work because I work at Chandler. Yeah, yeah. I'm a buck guy working Chandler. But that commute, you know, unless somebody dropped the album, I'm probably on some podcast listening yeah. to something. You know <laughs> Same what I mean? Here. Yeah. Like that Nas album, I had to I had to make an exception. I ain't listened you know to I mean? that yet. Is it dope? I haven't listened to it either. It's pretty good, man. I've been playing Isaiah Rashad all week long. That Isaiah dropped, had to do that. The that house shit's is been burning. on repeat. House is burning, baby. Shout out to Isaiah. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is I used to always listen to music on my commute. And now, you know, I found a really good, you know, and I was listening to Earning Your Leisure one day and it was putting out some episode and it was just so 
you know, beneficial to what I was actually doing. It was like I was meant to hear that episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now that's all I do, bro. I feel like that old. I feel like my uncle. You know what I mean? You get yeah. in the car, your uncle playing that smooth, smooth jazz on the radio and shit. Like, I want to hear that, bro. <laughs> I was like, OT. Yeah, I just, I just picture kid me sitting next to me, bro, on my way to work. Like, damn, you really a piece of work, John. You know that? Uh, you really something. You that now. turn into the old head. You're the old head now, G. But you know, it's, it's 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 doing something for me. So that's why I feel like you know it's a trade off. It feels good to do it, honestly. Does that make y'all feel a certain way knowing that like pretty soon we are going to be the OGs, the old heads? And like, does it, does it ever make you worry? Like, what am I going to have to teach to the younger generation? Not just my kids, but like other people's kids. You know, I have friends whose kids that, you know, I've grown to love and adore. And like, Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to come to me and be like, Hey, what do, what can you teach me about this? Because they're not black or like even the kids that are black. Like I want to have something of substance to, to leave them with. I think that for me, when I think about that question, I would say that I think it's an experience, mm-hmm. win or lose, bro. You know what I mean? It's an experience, win or lose. You had to experience it. And not just experience it, but if you do, it's not even a lose, win or lesson. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? If you take the lesson from what, what that L was, you know what I mean? You could pass that on. Okay. Like me. My stupid ass, bro. I try. <laughs> so I'm learning about investing, right? Yeah. Uh, I, somebody told me about options trading, and I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah." You made how much? You made how much now? On GameStop, bro. Oh, I'm so right. salty about that. I got shit. a stack and I AMC, put, nigga. As much as I go to the movies, oh my man, god, my goofy ass, not knowing nothing, made an options trade on no. GameStop. I won, right? Okay. That was the that was the, that was the dangerous part. I won. Oh. I made like five hundred dollars on that shit. I put that winnings plus what I originally put in into another one in less than an hour. Gone, gone. Out of there. You know, it's crazy. You could have options bet the opposite direction. Yeah, that's what it was. I won on the on the put. I lost on the call. On the call. You could have called. I lost it, on the call, man. God. Damn. And I was like, okay, lesson learned. One, do your homework. Don't ever step into options unless you really know what you know know what you're doing because it took mm-hmm. me months to build that money and invest and i was doing a slow path i was just putting some money in ten dollars in twenty dollars yeah, slowly investing it yep. and months of work bro was lost gone. that bitch in a blink of an eye ass bro and i had to explain that to lizette Goddamn, man <laughs> you don't want to have ain't nothing worse than that telling that girl how you've lost money yeah so to bring all that back to a point i think you know when or lesson or loss or whatever you want to call it you know just to have experienced it i think you know i feel good about mm-hmm. becoming that next generation of old heads or whatever because yeah, yeah. because through our lifetime what have we seen we've seen a lot. global disasters we've not seen almost wars we didn't have pandemics 9-11s oh, we've seen our first black president we've seen the world split in half That's a lot tsunamis man we don't seen it all so for you to have been in this time frame that Kanye. we grew up in it's almost impossible to not have soaked anything in to have to give to our youth we are an embodiment of of our whole entire generation. We survived Thanks. the Y two K pandemic. We we survived everything. Think about how like what our internet was before to yes. how it is now. Like our phone going from fucking flip phones to iPhones. I got a I got a phone on my wrist. That's crazy. 
all right, we started what? in chat rooms. Are you crazy? People have. <laughs> like, <laughs> we started in chat rooms. The glasses, dog. My yeah. mama used to have to tell me to get off the computer because she was on the phone. That, it, <laughs> I got tired of seeing that little yellow running AOL man. Man, dog. That boy took forever. Man. Just to, get on, just to get on MySpace. Just see what the homies on. was doing. <laughs> to talk to bitches that wasn't talking back to me. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time I'm learning how to code. Oh, Yo, that is it. a skill that I wish I would have held on to. Like, swear, didn't even know that I was learning some shit that would have benefited me now in this time. Like, oh, oh my god, hey, HTML language, baby. I'm telling you, it was something way different. Had SpongeBob in the background. Boy, Man. my profile was LeBron Dollar James signs. out. SpongeBob, <laughs> <laughs> gangster SpongeBob. Yes. I remember that joke with yeah. the grill and the motherfucking gold piece chain. Be with the arms crossed and shit. <laughs> with the rings. Whole music video on there, man. Had your music playing, man. Man, what a time to be alive. Yeah, that's what I say, so man. for you to have been in this time frame, man, during this whole period and don't have nothing to give back to our youth, you was sleeping. You yeah. been asleep. You was asleep. Locked up. Want to see. <laughs> you <laughs> been lazy. Locked up know what's going on. Right, right. Lazy a bitch. Mm-hmm. So. so that's why I don't fear it because we have more than enough. More than enough to give back. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, we have more than others through personal experiences, yeah. trials and tribulations, man. Amen. Yep. Might not would it be what we did. It might be what we what it did different, you know. But it's it's game all or the what same. they should do different. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I think that's mainly what it is. What we did different and what they should do different because yep. it was a learning curve for us. It's gonna be a learning curve for them. Shit is always changing, always evolving. Always, and you cannot you cannot do things the same way that you've seen it done and the way that you've been doing it because you're gonna be stagnant. Yep. And when you look up in a couple yep. of years and you realize that shit's changed, you're gonna feel away. Because you know you've been sitting on your ass in the same position, right. and the world's been changing around you, and you could have been changing yep. with it. Yep, could have been a part of it, man. And um, I don't know. Just goddamn, we got deep. You got deep, podcast. Yeah, nah, but big shout out to my man Stevan, bro. I really appreciate you for man. I'm so glad we did this, bro. I was I was so anxious about doing this, and anxious in a good way. Like I knew this was gonna be a good episode. Like I said, I didn't want to do nothing else before I sat down and did this with y'all. So I'm glad that we got together. This is black men and women sitting here giving y'all the word. If you don't pick up nothing else, goddamn it, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it all the way off. Save yourself. And at that, I'm going to go ahead and leave y'all with a little bit of music, man. I'm glad y'all tuned in. This is Way Out Midwest hey. with Stev, Salute, John Coleman, Stephen James. And what's your name, sis? Ooh, like you be cool. One more time. Janice Wadley, but I go by Nisi. Hey, shout out Nisi. All right, Hey, man. good luck to your journey, Stev. I, I wish appreciate you. wish you, you nothing but success, man. We all going to be on that Thank train. Thank you for having me, bro. We're going to get there down the road. Appreciate you, Y'all dog. stay tuned. I love y'all. I love you too, bro. Man, that was so gay.